What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode two of the Hustlepreneur Life podcast with your host, Dylan. Today, we have Iman and Ashkan, two brothers that are in business together and own Extreme Body Nutrition. Uh, they sell smoothies and supplements uh, and do coaching. So I'm very excited to talk to them. They're in their 30s. I think they have a lot to offer and they can inspire some people with their story and just kind of how they run their business. So without further ado, let's get into episode two. Ashkan, Iman, what's up, man? What's going on, man? Not much. How you doing? How's it going with you? Fantastic. Yeah? Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. That's good, man. Yeah, I obviously have you guys on because, uh, you know, you guys are young, two young guys, you know, owning, um, you know, your own business. So I I really, you know, I obviously work with you guys um, on a weekly basis, talk to you guys weekly. Uh, We talk about different things, obviously. Um, I, I talked to Iman a little bit, you know, too, just about kind of future future things he tells me what he wants to do in life um ask you've mentioned before just you know wanting to move or just do other things also so um you know i'd love to learn more about kind of your guys's business minds and and what you guys kind of you know how you guys make decisions on a daily basis being business owners and, and different things like that so i guess my first question to you guys is kind of tell us a little bit about extreme body nutrition and kind of what that is and what that means to you guys you want to go ahead Iman? go you do it no, nah, see, I told you, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, first off, thanks. You know, thanks for having us on. You know, as you already mentioned, my brother and I, we both own Extreme Mind Nutrition. We have two stores in Tampa, Florida. Um, so your question was, what does the store mean to us? Or yeah, like kind of how you guys got started with the store and like what that means to you. Like, what what's the store represent to you guys? Um, so it was actually my brother's initial idea to start the store. So. Uh, he's the one that kind of came up with the idea and brought it to me and we both kind of just you know wanted to make it happen and you know we we worked hard and believe me there was a lot of failures that happened but you know without that we wouldn't be where we are today so the stores pretty much mean everything to us you know they're our bread and butter they're our babies you know they're something we started from the ground up um, and you know wanted to, to succeed so they're, you know, to sum it up in, you know, to a sentence, it's literally just, that's our baby. That's our child. That's our everything, you know. When did you guys start? What, so, yeah. So I guess I, I should have started with that, too. I mean, you guys have two stores now. You know, you had one, obviously, and you opened up a second one. So when did that first one start? No, the very first one, uh, we actually moved it to what is the, our main one now. That one was 2013, 2014. 13, 14, 13. Yeah, because I think it's, or yeah, something like that. I think it's been like eight years, seven years-ish. So yeah, that was the very first one. And then um, we thought we had a good concept with that one. Um, We learned a lot from it. And that was right at the time that um, e-commerce was already big, but it it wasn't what it is now. And it was really, gravitating towards that so um we decided that uh in order to be able to have a store retail and all that we need to a offer something else like a like a service that you can't get which which ended up being smoothies which our first location wasn't allowing us to do and then b you had to be um like either connected to or within walking distance of a gym um so we ended up moving to um, what is now uh, the temp- the type of palms location, and then 
then that's when we and then we also I think for four years after we opened the second store. So now you guys yeah. opened that second store, leveraging like the cash flow and everything from the first store. Like you guys saved up your money from the first store to open the second store. Yeah, correct. Nice. Now who we got lucky because it was also um, we had We've gotten lucky eye. twice. We had our eye on this location. It was, it was another similar, another similar concept uh, before, um, but I just knew, um, not to sound rude or anything, but I just knew they weren't going to make it. So we kind of had our eye on that location for um, a couple of years, and I kind of got word that um, they were basically going under. So um, we we went after it pretty heavy, pretty hard. And then, um, yeah, that was. And being that it was a previous like nutrition and smoothie store, it honestly it saved us a lot of money from having to build everything from the ground up. So it's basically essentially we just took it over and did our concept with it. That's good. Well, how old were you guys when you started the first store? Fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> nah, how old were we? I mean, shoot. Uh... I think I was twenty-four. Nah, you were twenty-six, you know. I was 24. Yeah, so how they're both yeah. right now? I'm 30. No. Yeah, Iman, because if it was, Iman, if it was 2014, that would make me 24. That would make you 26. Then it wasn't 2014. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. It no, because we've had Tampa Palms for over five years, <laughs> and then we were at, we were in West Chase for two years, so. So 20, yeah, was, you're 25. It was 20. Okay. It was it was it was 2012. 2012 or 2013. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, 22, 23. Yeah. Now who's now who's in charge of uh, who's in charge of what with the stores? You guys got like who 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 does what kind of um, jobs for both of you or kind of what? Give me the lowdown on how you guys break up the responsibilities between you two. Because again, I, I think I, I didn't mention this, but you guys can probably tell they're brothers. So obviously these are two brothers in business. I admire that, you know, uh, me and my brother would have done uh, a lot more with business. Um, I lost my brother, unfortunately, in 2015 um, to a I'm car sorry. accident. So, but me and my best friend, uh, Nick, who was on the first podcast, we always talk about how, it, you know, a team we would have made just kind of like it would have been an indestructible team, um, you know, if we had each other. So, I mean, Give me that relationship between you two and how you kind of, you know, manage it. I mean, his brothers, you know, me and my brother fought. Me and my brother did, you know, he, he was the older brother. He was my older brother. So um, I guess I'm more in Ashcon's shoes and he would have been more like yeah. Iman. But uh, which I can say I learned a ton from him. Like I learned basically mm -hmm. like he started his business like at 18, like right out of high school. And like I was still um, I was 14 and I'm like, oh, wow. Like I didn't even realize you could do that like at 18 start a business so like he really opened my eyes to that um so yeah share a little bit about about your guys uh, relationship you want to go ahead okay well i'm the older one um i had the concept of opening a store because um to be honest like i kind of had to do something i don't have a whole lot going for me uh didn't finish school couldn't really keep an actual job and the last job that I had before opening the store was actually at GNC, but I was already in that world of bodybuilding and exercising. And I actually really loved working there. I just hated working for that company and doing kind of what they 
tell me to do. So it was kind of like all or nothing for me because he was in school, um, you know, getting a good degree and doing all that. But I knew that I wasn't able to uh, do it alone. So I had the idea for a while and um, I would keep talking to my dad and stuff like that. And he was like, okay, we'll develop, you know, like kind of like a plan. Like think of what you're gonna do. You can't just say you're gonna do it and, you know, do it or whatever. And so I spoke with him, kind of kept thinking about it, learning a little bit, whatever I could from GNC. Obviously I didn't learn how to run a business or anything. Um, but then, yeah, and then I spoke to, to Ashkan about it and uh, we decided we're gonna do it. So, um, you know, we did it. We opened our very first store um, with the help of my dad. And then, um, yeah, like made every mistake you could think of and like really learn from it. And then as far as doing it uh, with your brother, um, in our situation, luckily it's, it's been a blessing um that not that doesn't come without the trials and tribulations um a lot of arguments a lot of fights and all that stuff um but now it's kind of gotten to the point where we kind of understand but to be honest with you i think we also just got really lucky because a lot of times when you see people do business with their family friends or whatever i would say like 99 percent of the time it doesn't go well so i honestly tell people um even though like we've done it um if I had to do it again, I don't think we would get lucky, like as lucky. So I, I usually honestly tell people don't don't involve family, even though, like I said, we've done it, but we've come to a point, but that hasn't come without a lot of trials and tribulations, like a lot. So, um, but yeah, it's it's gotten to the point where we kind of understand each other. We have what, um, like what each person is like supposed to do. So I do a lot of the back end stuff um when it comes to like the paperwork the bills and you know all that stuff payroll um you, it used to be like i would say the majority of the ordering but now with two stores and we're kind of just each designated to one store for the most part now since covid the ordering is pretty much uh half half and then um ashton's always been in charge of um marketing and uh stuff like that so now is that because um you enjoy that like do you enjoy that part of the business is that why you kind of took that role do you because i love that type of business like i'm i'm just now kind of getting more into like the marketing and, and being okay with like trying to be on camera and stuff like that or like stuff like that. but me i love like the business part of it like i love managing the money the this the that like that's what excites me are you asking me or you Iman, like, it, it, did you choose to, to, is that what you chose because you love that part of it? Yeah, I don't like, um, A, I don't like anything that has to do with, um, like, technology, social media, or anything like that. I don't like it. I'm not good at it. So that was, that part was easy. And B, yeah, I like, um, I like doing a lot of the back end stuff. Um, at first, one of the major issues we had, to be honest, with, me being the older brother and just my overall personality, I was very micromanaging, which led to that. That's what led to a lot of our difficulties. I was very micromanaging. Um, also, because like I said, I started um, the idea um, of this because like I really had nothing going for me. So it was an all or nothing for me. I had nothing to fall back on. So one of the issues that we used to have, like I would tell him is, 
you know, like if anything, you have your degrees, you have something to fall back on. I don't. So it kind of like worried me. So I was very like micromanaging. I tried to do probably most. Is that that micromanaging or being the big brother? Both. Did you feel like you had to look out for him or you felt like, you know, you didn't want him to be all in just in case it did fail, just as like a protective big brother? Or was it more so just he he had already Mm. went out and got the degrees? I don't think it was a protection thing. Um, I think it's just a lot more of my personality, to okay. be honest. I'm not like, that's why I, one of the reasons I, I can never keep a job. I'm not really good at being told what to do, first of all. And then, um, yeah, it wasn't so much like of a protection thing. I didn't really think about the, the, the I mean, I did think about the failure. I, it was just more so like, I was thinking on my end, cause I was like, like I said, I don't, I have to go get a job if something happens, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I don't like school, so I wasn't going to go back to school or nothing like that. So I was just being kind of like honest with myself. But then, um, again, that's what led to a lot of the difficulty. So as we discuss things or whatever, um, instead of being like stubborn, we actually ended up kind of like learning from each other, more so me learning from him. And then once um, we kind of like allocated different things and then I just saw like the business grow, 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 grow. I was like, oh shit, okay. Um, like this is like perfect. So I think one thing I want to touch on real quick too, is the, uh, before I kick this over to Ashcon is that how you mentioned when you worked at GNC, like you, cause I'm a big believer in nine to five still too, not so much that you need one, but I think if you're going to have a nine to five, like use it, learn from it, like see how they run their business, see how they do things like see this, see that, like you can, you can learn a lot from having a nine to five just by how they structure businesses, how they do certain things. So I think it was good to point out how you mentioned, like when you were at GNC, that's what you did. Like you kind of, you know, you kind of saw some of the stuff you, you kind of like got the idea um, from them. Like you said, you might not have paid too much attention to like the actual business portion of it, but like it gave you the ideas, you know, it kind of sparked some stuff for you. So I think that's, uh, you know, a good thing to point out for people is just, if you have a nine to five, like, you know, use it to your advantage, basically. So now, uh, Ashcon, so um, I always joke with you that I guess uh, you, you're the face because uh, are you prettier? Is that why? Or is that why you're the face of, of Extreme Body? Yeah, that's definitely it. No, it's um, it's mostly just like my brother mentioned, like, you know, we had we had our roles. So now it's kind of like, you know, there's certain things that Iman will do that, you know, I don't do like, you know, it just makes it easier. Like he handles the payroll. He does this, he does that. But it's like now I've taken on a lot more because of the simple fact that I had him to like help me. So like opening when we opened the store, you know, I would rely on I probably relied on him way more than he thinks that he would rely on me. Simple to the fact that I was I was going to school. But at the same time, you know, I was trying to make this start from the ground up. And also I was trying to learn because, you know, when he thought of this he thought of it on his own and he did all his research and when my brother has something in his head he it's not just like a a quick thing and it's out no he does his full intel research so he was way ahead of me as far as how to manage a business so i was in the learning process and it took a lot of time but now that um we have these two stores it's definitely kind of like you know it's back to being like 50 50 because literally the Tampa palm store i handle pretty much everything now there's certain things that you know i ask him you know for his advice on and for the south Tampa, you know you know that dylan because we order from you that you know Mm -hmm. he he handles that store so 
Um, as far as the marketing, it's, you know, he mentioned it before, you know, he doesn't like that. He doesn't handle it. He won't do it. You won't see him in front of a camera. It's not like that. I like it either, but I mean, it need, let's just be honest. It needs to be done. So, um, I do like the, I do enjoy the marketing. I do enjoy like the editing. I'm not really like amazing or good at it, but it's like, you know, talking in front of a camera, I'm not really that camera shy as I used to be. So it's just more just what you're kind of good at. He's not good at it. He'll admit it. I am. So I do it. It's just like that. No, I think that's cool. I mean, I obviously I follow you guys on Instagram and you know, I see you guys, I mean, you guys do your thing. I mean, I definitely think you guys have a good following. I think you guys have built a solid business there. Um, you know, what would you guys, is there an end goal? Is there, you know, cause you, the, the new store is, you know, pretty recent. So, I mean, is there an end goal kind of, of what's the future hold for you guys? You guys want to open more stores? You guys want to, you know, end up, I, well, I guess a big thing to point out actually is how much you guys actually work in the stores. You know, it's not so much Iman's at home crunching numbers and just, you know, working out, chilling. It's not like all you do is, you know, record, videos for instagram i mean you guys work man so explain that too i don't think you know we've touched on the fact that that part of it i mean you got a business mindset dylan you know just because you're not there you're doesn't mean you're not actually right, there right. so you know typically my brother and i are there well, i mean when we first started i mean we worked what even like what was it 99 so it was like yeah every day obviously and it was just him and i so it'd be him in the morning me coming at night then switch the roles so we were there you know 50 60 70 hours a week to start it up and one of the biggest things i can and i can attest to my brother and i can speak on his behalf of this is the impact you know our thing another one thing we wanted is to impact the community i know this is kind of going off a little tangent but the ability to be able to hire a couple people and you know be able to provide is one of was one of our goals too so now that we're able to do that that's a huge you know um accolade like a huge goal of ours that we kind of accomplished but i mean as far as being at the store like i mean it's on our minds 24 7 like before this, before I got on the call with you, I was checking emails, you know, deleting what needed to be answered, what needed to be answered, or, you know, making sure, I, you know, my employees are getting there on time. So it's 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 a 24-7 gig, and anybody that's an entrepreneur, I feel like, would say the same thing. Yeah. Now, what's kind of, what, what do you guys see is, do you guys have an end goal in mind with the business? Like, what's the future hold for you guys with the stores? Um, I think end goal overall is to di diversify um, in other businesses as well, like different sources of income and stuff like that. Um, you guys ever, to um, be honest with you, do you guys, but keep the stores at the same time and then add other sources and kind of maybe hire more people to really manage the stores where you guys kind of are a little bit more hands off or kind of what's the, what's the idea with that? Um, yeah, potentially that could be an option. Um, we've been talking for a couple of years now about, uh, other ways of diversifying. One of the main ones obviously being like do more in like real estate and stuff like that. And then, um, you know, uh, he dabbles a little bit right now with stocks and stuff, uh, trying to learn a lot before, you know, investing a lot, but, um, trying to learn, you know, playing with that a little bit. Um, that could be another way. And then if, if anything, if those happen to grow, then yeah, obviously, uh, my main goal is I don't want to be at the store every day. Uh, but right now I don't really have anything else that 
it's providing a, an income to where I could be like, okay, I don't have to be there, but maybe, you know, one or two hours a day or once, once a week or something like that. So, uh, and I don't like to be home. So yeah, I still go to work pretty much every day other than you know, the weekends, unless we have to or something, but um, until we could find something else, which we're getting into slowly, we don't want to just start something uh, full force and all that, and then take our mind away from the store because when doing anything, when it comes to business or income, you know, you have to be all in, you can't be half-assed. So um, we're just going, you know, very slowly and then kind of seeing where that goes. And, um, but the, the, the end game is, you know, I, I don't, and I will not be at the stores standing there every day. Now that Ascon, does that, that, does that, um, are you in the real estate too? Is that something you're going to try to go in together with again on another venture or? Do you kind of have, you know, your sights set on, you know, other things? So, yeah, for sure. Uh, that's another, that's definitely a goal of ours. Um, I can say that uh, my goal is to do more into like cryptocurrency and stocks. You know, I'm pretty, pretty big on that. So I've been putting, putting a decent amount in there and seeing how it turns out. I've been studying the market and doing that. So, you know, we definitely both want to do that. So he's getting into the real estate, which, you know, it's something I'm going to get into too. And then obviously I'm getting into the stocks, which is something I'm trying to like teach him as I go what to do and how he can go about it. So, but you know, anything I do, I always have the mindset that it's, you know, it's 50, 50, like anything I get, it's, you know, I've always want to include my brother. So no matter what it is. That's awesome. And that's where I think I relate to you guys a lot. Um, just in that aspect, cause I'm also dabbling into investing, learning the stock market, same thing, just putting a little in just so it keeps me, you know, learning about it. Cause obviously if you don't invest yeah. anything, then you, you know, you're not really invested in it. So yeah. I invest a little, obviously not a lot because I'm not a genius with it either. Like I don't want to lose my money <laughs> at doing it, but, uh, and yeah. then real estate too. I mean, that, that's the end goal for me. I would say, you know, is to leverage my income, get my income up, get my savings up and really go hard in the real estate. I know my family wants to get in real estate also. So um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's obvious you have a you have an entrepreneur and business mindset. You know, I know you love working at Europa. You speak very high of it, but right. it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, because you guys are full of inventory and stuff. But I know I could tell you have a very business mindset, so I can definitely see you doing something for your own. Yeah, you know, and I think that's another thing where I got to point out too is like, you know, over the last what three years? I mean, you know, my nine to five allowed me to have the income to get married, get engaged, uh, buy a house have a baby, you know, um, start to build like a savings account, pay off debt, you know, so, I, you know, again, if people have nine to fives, man, I, I'm use it to and leverage it. I mean, yes, you know, it's okay to have a nine to five, but entrepreneurs at yeah. heart will always, will always find a way to, to leverage the nine to five. I think that's the main thing. You got to leverage it. And, uh, um, you know, I think that's the main goal when's yeah and some people don't want to be, like there's some people don't have that entrepreneur spirit nine to five or exactly. ten to six or whatever the shift is perfectly fine there's nothing wrong with that right and you can have a nine to five and like you said i mean even if you don't start your own business invest in stocks um mm -hmm. you know maybe get involved in real estate because real estate isn't as much of a um entrepreneurial kind of like you have to have like a business business but you can still get involved in real estate um, yeah for sure when's the last time you guys had nine to five before opening my first store yeah before opening the first store so you were you were at gnc right iman you were gnc right we both we both were oh you both were at both. gnc mm -hmm. 
yeah, yeah. I was working there right up until, I mean, as for as long as I could. I don't remember exactly when, but um, that's the only job I, I never got fired from. So wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You said that's the only job you never got fired from. How many jobs did you have yeah. before that? We both got like, fired from pretty much every job. Oh Six. my god! Is that because of uh, like uh, non-interest in it or? You know what, they, are you, oh, the, is that the dog? Yeah, that's the famous dog. I was going to ask you, you with that. I was going to, I was going to ask you to show the dog because I figured that was him. Yeah, he's been, he's, yeah, and he's been bothering me right here, and I'm trying to like <laughs> move him while not making too much noise, but he I'm wants to make good, his man. presence known. My, my dog's been at the at the door too, sniffing under it. Like I, I can hear him sniffing under it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, I had six it, jobs. Got fired from all of them. What? I've only put in my two weeks once. Yeah. Now, we don't... How, many, how, how many jobs was that, Ashkan? Because Iman said six, had, I think. I've had... I think I've had th four? Three or four. No, it's hard. Yeah, I think it's three or four. And only one of them, I've, only, I've, I've gotten... I got like you know, I got fired from all of them, okay. but uh, yeah, only one of them I was only able to put my two weeks. And why'd you why'd you guys say you you feel like you got fired? Uh, just non interest or just yeah, definitely that. It's 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 more just. Or you were just or you were just just being immature kids and. You, you know, I was definitely you know. immature for sure. No, I was definitely immature. Uh, that definitely had a lot to do with it. You know, I was a hothead. I didn't take orders well. Um, and I guess that's something I can, I can, uh, I say I learned from my brother. Um, yeah, probably just that. That's cool, man. I mean, you guys, you know, have your own business and, and, you know, you guys are successful in my books. You know, I, I think, uh, are you guys both happy? I mean, with, with things, because to me, I always say success to me is, a, is happiness. So, yeah. I mean, right. right. Yeah. So there was a, for sure. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely happy. You know, I live on my own. I'm able to provide for myself. Um, there was a there was a period in my life where we had to provide for my mom as well. And we were, that was okay with us. And that all came because of the business. So mm -hmm. I'm happy. Yeah, for sure. What about Iman? You, you happy with kind of how I know COVID and all this stuff is making a, this is a year of where happiness is hard to find, but, um, right. I was going to say that. Yeah. I know. think, uh, yeah, extremely happy. It's, it's provided, um, a very good life, if I'm going to be honest. Um, again, that didn't come without difficulties and trials and tribulations. So, yeah, very happy. And I, I think more so just blessed, um, especially right now. Um, so, yeah. But now we're just looking, you know, we've, we've tasted, you know, a little bit of success. And I think that's now where our new um, ideas and endeavors are coming from. Because, like I said, we've tasted success and now we want more. So we're trying to obviously accomplish that so yeah that's awesome um so i'll kind of transition into um you know like kind of a couple questions basically um who who would you say are probably like three people it doesn't have to be exactly three but who are some people that inspired both of you guys do you guys follow you, you have role models in business and life or anything where you guys just kind of take inspiration from or, you know, role models, I guess. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to go ahead or you, that's, that's yeah. all you got? Well, I was actually thinking, well, yeah. Um, I just, I don't want to sound like too cliche, but in, in, uh, in their own ways, um, I think a lot of it, uh, work effort and being like independent and, uh, handling a lot of things at once. Uh, my mom, um, the entrepreneurial mindset and always being hungry and wanting more, um, dad. And then in my situation, I would say, um, my brother, because being in business with him, uh, you know, uh, I've been able to like open my eyes and say like, okay, this is what I can do. And then this is what like, I'm, I'm not good at. So if we can diversify, then obviously, you know, that'll make things, but, uh, better, but yeah. And then I just learned things from different, uh, people like here and there, um, just regular people. Um, I ask a lot of questions. So when I meet people, I ask a lot of questions regardless of what, um, business they're in. Um, and actually funny story when we were opening the very first store, there was another, um, store here in Tampa. I don't know if it's one of your accounts too, but they were running like a really good operation. And it was, we don't have too many like mom and pops, uh, supplement stores here. So that was one of them that I had heard about. And they were also doing, um, coaching for competing and stuff like that. So we hadn't competed yet. Um, you know, we were still really young and I told my brother, this is when we already had the idea. Um, I'm not sure if I had a location picked out yet, but I knew the idea. I think we, we all, it was just an idea. So we ended up going, I told my brother, I was like, well, let's go there. So we went there and I got to speak with him and I actually, we hired him to coach us to, for our first competition, but like not to be rude, but knowing that, I mean, you know, they weren't probably the, the best coaches, but I was able to a learn more about bodybuilding and then b learn more about the business owning side of it. So every time we would go meet with him to, so he can assess us and change our diets and so forth. Um, he was always really nice enough to answer a lot of questions, um, that I didn't know about, you know, for the, on the back end side of things. So that was one thing, you know, we got to excuse me, sit in the back of his store and I asked a lot of questions. And he knew, I told him that I, that I had the idea. I let him know, you know, if we do it, it's on our side of town, which is a good distance from him, you know, at least 30 or so minutes. And um, so, yeah, like I said, he knew. And so I would just ask him as much as I could and kind of learn as much as I could. And sometimes he was, he was hesitant to answer certain questions. So I'd just, you know, gather as much information or cheat if I had to and see what I could all pick up from him. But yeah, it was, it, it's more so just a lot of, um, sorry, got disconnected, answering questions. Uh, I mean, asking questions. Um, but yeah, to go back on the topic, not to sound cliche, but I think I've learned a lot from, sorry, I keep getting calls, um, uh, from Jesus Christ. It's so popular. So, yeah, I think I would say more so just each each person in my family has offered something to me that I picked up from. That's awesome. Ashkan, who uh who would you say for you? 
I mean, I've always said it's my brother. That's like number one for sure. And um, definitely, I mean, my answer is going to be exactly identical to my brother's because we both grew up in the same household. So my brother, my mom and my dad. So uh, seeing each one go through their own successes, their own failures definitely helped, you know, put me in the position I am today. Um, if I had to list someone else based off what I'm trying to get into now, as far as not just my business, I would have to say, Sorry, my dogs are going crazy. Uh, Warren Buffett's a big one. Okay, yeah. And I watch a lot of I watch a lot of his videos. You know, you got the obvious like Gary Vaynerchuk and stuff like that. But like, I kind of stopped watching those because not that it's nothing bad or anything like that. But I just feel like it's motivational, yes. But it's like I'm the kind of person that I like. If I'm getting into something, I want someone that's involved in that that can help with that. Right. So it's like kind of more specific to the the niche the industry or, yeah whatever yeah, industry you're exactly. working on at the moment exactly so warren buffett and there's a couple of different people on twitter and stuff that i follow that I kind of you know from time to time i'll ask them questions and they'll kind of respond so um yeah nothing besides him there's no one pretty big as far as name well that's a good segue kind of into uh the next question um is basically like yeah resources like where do you guys google everything do you guys get on youtube do you guys you know have a couple people you reach out to for advice or like you know just for business i guess we'll keep it at um yeah kind of what do you guys use to to learn um from or when we first started we used uh we used our our dad definitely a lot because i mean he's like the ultimate one he came here from iran with nothing in his pocket and basically started what he you know what he built so my dad was definitely a huge uh part of our success and someone that we relied upon when we first started for sure. Um, and then obviously like, you know, you know, with like yourself, you know, you get connections, you know, mm -hmm. uh, open the stores, you get to, you know, conversing with people and kind of seeing their day-to-day -day life and their operations. And then you kind of be like, Oh, oh that's pretty cool. You do that. Okay. Let me talk to you more about that. So, you know, with the stores, it kind of helped us build more connections. And then obviously like you touched up based on a YouTube and stuff like that definitely has played books. You know, I read a lot. Um, those definitely are some valuable assets, valuable resources. Yeah, I'm trying to read, man. I really am. Um, I started getting, doing more audiobooks. And hey, stuff if like you're that. Into, if you're trying to get into trading, I have like three books like that I'm looking at right now that I you should the, read. I got the audio version. No, you got to read it, man. It's got to be in your hand. Know, yeah, know, they, they have the audio. I know. I, I need to read really. I mean, I, I try every now and then, but my attention span to reading is like is terrible. I'm I'm visual, so like you, I'm on YouTube all the time. Iman's the same thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm big on that. Yeah, I don't read. Yeah, so where, uh, Iman, where would you kind of get some of your business resource from or some of, you know, your learnings uh, from? Pr pretty much everything that you mentioned. Um, but what I learned the most actually being in business is, um, to be honest, in my case, I mean, I don't read books, but um, I feel it, it really doesn't matter how many books you read or YouTube videos you watch or all that stuff. I think you just, um, whatever it is that you're doing, um especially in the in the business world um you kind of just have to do it um to be honest with you you have to fail and learn from that and that's the biggest thing um i, I do watch youtube videos i don't read i don't like books i do watch a lot of youtube videos and stuff and then um like i said i ask a lot of questions so if i meet somebody and they're kind of in the industry that i want to go i just i ask as many questions um as i can and try and learn as much as i can but I'm, I'm a hands-on person. Um, so I just have to, I have to get into it. I have to pretty much fail and then 
you know, uh, learn from that. And that's, that, that's kind of what I tell everyone, to be honest with you, because um, I, I, my, my personal opinion, I, I just, I don't think like, you know, the books and all that, I think you can get a general idea, but once you're actually in it, once you dive into it, I think it's, it's totally different. Well, so. I, th I think that's the biggest thing in life too, is just experience, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, even that's why I love about being an entrepreneur too, or having that mindset is that um, you really don't need a degree in business. You don't really need that stuff. I mean, if you just have experience in it, it takes time. Like you said, you can read everything mm -hmm. you can. I mean, I'm trying to learn drop shipping right now and um, I've watched million, I've watched tons and tons and tons of videos on it. But when you actually do it, it is tough, man. And the only way you learn yeah. it is by doing it and learning from it. It's the same and, with this, the yeah. stock market. Exactly. Stock market is the same way. I mean, you sell too quick. You buy in too late. You you do different things. You you know, you don't pay attention to earnings reports or when the earnings are coming out, and you mm -hmm. you sell or buy right before, and you're not even realizing that you know. Yeah, it's just so much stuff you learn. I mean, I, I've I've done mm -hmm. that with a couple stocks where I've sold out trying to take some profits from it, not realizing that if I would have just waited one more month when the earnings reports came out, the stock was about to soar. Um, Celsius is mm -hmm. one of them. Celsius, yeah, I but I mean, I, I didn't sell all of them. I wanted to pay off my car, so I was comfortable. I had you know a couple thousand in it, and I wanted to pay off my car. I had a little bit left on it, so I'm like, you know what, you know, we're heading into the end of the year. Like, I'm comfortable with where it's at. I'm gonna sell some of it off so I can do it. Well, I, I kid you not, the next month the the earnings came out. They beat expectations by like three hundred percent, and the stock rose like ten bucks. <laughs> I would have made like an, another thousand, two thousand dollars if I would have just held on for one more month. So, you know, yeah, that's happened to me, but luckily I'm not that's investing a ton of money. So it's like, it's not like it was like tens yeah, of thousands, but I mean, of thousands, but it hurts still at the same time. You know? We follow this guy, his name's um, Manny Hoshvin. And I remember one thing he said that I kind of like resonates with me is you can never go broke taking a profit. So yeah, right, you would have exactly. made more, but exactly. at the end of the day, you took a profit. And so. I was comfortable with it. And that's, that's the biggest thing I've learned from like reading things is like, as it's long a as lot of gambles. I'll it, tell like, you, yeah. I'll tell you one thing. So I invested in a, a marijuana stock like two Oof. weeks ago, actually. Yeah. No, dude, it's got, I, you know, I got it on, I read the chart. I kind of like figured out my entry point, put my stop losses and stuff like that. And I'm not, I'm not kidding you. That thing within like three days, I got up to like 250% return. Oh my God. But I had an, I had an idea or a vision like where I thought it would go. I was like, you right, know what? Right. I'm not going to sell it. Cause I think it's going to hit this. And I shit you not, I don't know if I let it cuss, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 it yeah. plummeted. It went way oh, down. Right, and yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I, I bought cannabis. But, I, mean, it's, I bought in cannabis like uh, two years ago. So it was one of my first things. I'm like, oh yeah, it's going to go up. Oh my God, did they crash like crazy. I yeah, lost but you know. Some money in those. <laughs> and again, for me, it was money that I didn't really want to lose, but luckily I gained in enough other. That's why you diversify mm -hmm. and, I, and I gained enough in in the others so you know yeah you'll be all right yeah I'll be all yeah right. but most of the ones all the ones that i have now are long term or at least and that's how i want to do too i want to do dividends i want to do long term i'm not into too much day mm -hmm. trading and stuff like that no i want to get into day trading for yeah sure. you do man that's so scary mm -hmm. i don't know if i i don't know if i have the balls <laughs> for that it's it's a risk but i feel like it could be potentially a big reward it can it can be potential big that, that's for sure um yeah so yeah let me move over to um seeing kind of like now with you guys being you know again brothers in business 
and I think it's it's pretty cool to point out the fact that when I asked you guys kind of like who was inf influential to you, you guys both mentioned family. Um, so again, I just want to kind of wrap things up with the family aspect of it. I mean, how ha I mean, explain like that, like what the feelings, I guess the emotional side of, of being able to do this with family. And again, you mentioned like family is obviously a big thing to you guys because you mentioned those have been the influential people um, to you. So again, I think that's a big part of, of the story, right? Is just kind of, um, you said your dad, you know, came over with nothing. So, I mean, how has that meant? Like, what has that meant to you guys? Just kind of emotionally or, you know, on, on that level of it. Um, well, I mean, like he always instilled like a work ethic in, in to us, um, you know, uh, however we wanted to make money, you know, we always typically had to do something, you know, to earn some money. And, um, but I think, yeah, like I said, it, um, with me from him, I learned the entrepreneurial like mindset of, you know, wanting to do things, uh, for yourself and so on and so forth. Um, and then from my mom, just the work ethic because they actually work together. So my mom worked with him pretty much full time. And then she would come home, cook, clean, do everything and, you know, get up and do it again the next day. So they actually relied on each other. Um, I would actually say probably my dad actually probably relied more on my mom, actually. Um, so we kind of grew up like seeing that. Um, but like I said before, it, the family side of it is tough because I also saw and still see a lot of families, you know, that it doesn't work or friends that it doesn't work out because what I tell people is, you know, it doesn't matter how much you love somebody or trust them or whatever. Um, money is a money is a different animal. Money changes people, everyone. So, um, I think, yeah, we've just been really lucky. And I think the, the main part of it is just, um, being uh, willing to learn from each other, you know, um, and that's, and that's a main, that's one of the big things, you know. And I admire that. I, I definitely do. Like I said, I, I admire that fact. Um, Ash, kind of, kind of what, what's, what's the emotions if you can kind of like look back now and just look back at the road where you guys are today. Um, again, what, what are kind of the emotions that you feel with being able to do this with family? Uh, it's been a blessing. So, you know, and that doesn't come with its, you know, rocky sides, of course, like with anything you get into. But the number one thing that I can uh, say is being in business with my brother. But I mean, I just got lucky is the simple trust factor. You know, I know, you know, he's doing what he feels is best because, you know, being that we have two stores, we basically like, you know, I run one store, he runs the other. I don't have to worry that he's doing something or running that store to the ground and neither he doesn't have to worry about mine either. I mean, we always are talking on the phone regardless so we know what's going on, but it's not, it's, it's mostly just the trust factor and knowing, you know, we're both doing something to help each other out. So, you know, we don't typically do something without keeping the other in mind and, you know, so yeah, man, but it's, it's number one thing. It's been a blessing. That's awesome. I got two more questions to end the podcast with. So, uh, First question, both of you guys can answer this, will be um, basically what 
what sources of revenue does the store have basically so within your business where do you guys kind of pull profits from like where how have you built kind of that business where are the profits at um so obviously we have the retail side of things which is where we work with you on um we do the supplements and all that we have the smoothies uh food um which i would say that's probably the majority of the business and then we have um the coaching which is that's great because that's pretty much that's just pure profit mm -hmm. so um yeah it, it has multiple sources and uh i think what's allowed us in right now with the with the whole world of e-commerce what what's allowed us to stay in business and relevant and all that is the the service side of things that we offer which is you know the smoothie the foods um and then the coaching so yeah i think again that that's another big reason why i think you guys are so successful is that that customer service <laughs> aspect of it that experience that you give people and mm -hmm. just the constant trying uh, again this is just what from i know is from the outside is the constant you know keeping things fresh the constant trying to you know find new things like that's the biggest thing i think some people get or some business owners get uh stuck in is being scared to like try new things i mean i deal again i deal with other stores just like you know you and uh you know the difference is you guys are willing to try new things and you guys everybody every business almost that's willing to try new things or give things a shot tends to be more successful than the ones that are still ordering the same product from 20 years ago and mm -hmm. haven't added mm -hmm. a new item you know and it's just like it's just those well, see, things that's the mistake we made our first so when we when we had our first location we carried what we wanted to carry you know like oh we need to carry this pre-workout because i really like it or you might know, be like we need to carry this because i really like it and we didn't really have like uh the customer's mind you know in it so we that's kind of the one of the errors that we made at first but we kind of learned from and now every product we carry you know we do our research first obviously before we bring anything on board but we also get feedback from the customers and we genuinely value that and like hey what would you like us to carry okay cool so we'll go from that and then we'll kind of see what's out there on the market and we'll bring that in so we're very unique in that aspect that we actually do listen to our customers and I think that's, again, a, a big reason why you guys are successful um, with it. Um, and then th let's wrap up the, the podcast kind of with some advice. Um, again, I'll ask Iman, you can start first. Um, what are three, if you want to give advice, but three tips for somebody that wants to start a business, basically, that's young, you know, maybe in their 20s, like, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be cliche or whatever. Just kind of three things. Because now that you can look back, you, you did it. You've opened a second location. Again, I would say you guys are successful in my eyes. So what what are three tips for somebody just starting out? Um, the first one is, I mean, you just have to do it. Right. Um, I think a lot of people have the idea and they think they want to they want to be entrepreneurs and stuff like that. Um, you have to, you have to like, just do it. Cause a lot of it, like I said, it's ideas, but a lot of people are scared because you know, they have a nine to five or whatever it might be. And then just that transition is, is very scary. Um, the second thing is, um, 
just don't be afraid to fuck up or excuse me, don't be afraid to fail. It's going to happen. And I think when people think about that, that's what kind of scares them into not doing it. But in, in reality, um, that's, that's actually how you grow. Um, I don't know if that's cliche or not, but it's the truth. And that's how you grow. It just depends on how you rebound from it. So, and how you adapt. Um, I think that's, that's the main thing. Um, it's just, you can, and no matter who you are, you could be Warren Buffett, you're going to still mess up. You're going to fail. Um, but it's just how you rebound from it, how you adapt and grow and to not hopefully make that mistake again. And then, um, the third thing is expansion always. And that doesn't necessarily mean other businesses or something like that, but, um, how you can grow your business constantly, you know, um, different sources of income, even within that business. And that's, I think that's a huge thing. I think that third, I think that third tip you just said is, is like a big part of it too. Like you said, so many people get stuck in like thinking they can only make money one way in their business and mm -hmm. say COVID happens, say something like that happens and they're, and they, they have no idea where to go because they never even were thinking mm -hmm. about expansion. Um, I had a couple of people that have been, that were wanting to, to, um, you know, maybe, uh, redo their store or add to their store and they didn't have time. Mm -hmm. And then when COVID hit, they already had that mindset. So they had, now they had the time. And so they used that time, but it's the people that never mm -hmm. even had that thought when COVID hit, you know, it's just kind of, you know, I had a lot of gyms and things that started doing virtual stuff, but they had already dabbled in it before and now they really implemented it. So I think that was, that's a key part is expansion. That the number one thing I tell people is it's not bad to have a nine to five job. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Um, because when people think of being an entrepreneur and having a business, something they immediately think of freedom, but what they don't realize is that comes so far later, so far after. So I, I tell people, easy, I'm like, right? if you like your nine to five, yeah, if you like your nine to five, knowing when you're going to have to go to work, knowing when you're going to come home, you know, a lot of people knowing you have your weekends and holidays off or something like that. And then, or when you come home, you get to turn that off, you know, because you're not at work, you're not getting paid. Um, and I have a lot of friends that ask me and I'm, and I, I tell them straight up, at least in our situation and a lot of entrepreneurs that are very wealthy. And I will tell you, like, you know, one thing that my dad did tell me is like, Hey, don't expect shit revenue wise for at least two years. Yeah. Okay. And then it could be longer. And then the other thing is you, you know, I don't, I don't know how else to say it, but you know, I tell my friends just pr pretty much pr be prepared to not have a life for, for quite some time until it grows. And then you can get to the point where, um, you know, hopefully you could be, have more freedom, be more independent because, and I think that's the number one thing is, is the fear. So when they're already in business and they got to do something else, they're like, damn, okay, I'm already here all the time or whatever. Now, if I'm going to do this side of it, or if I'm going to add this now, like, how am I going to do that? And it's just scary. And I, I tell them straight up, you know, work more, sleep less, to be honest. I don't know. That's, and that's just the honest to God truth. Um, obviously when it's just one person, it's a lot harder. So I, I do tell people I, we were extremely blessed because there's two of us, even though we both we're working a lot and everything, but in a lot of ways, there was two of us. So it wasn't always every single day, you know, 12 hour days at the store, because like I said, there was two of us. So we were able to kind of do like half days or whatnot, but still, 
um, yeah, it's going to be hard on your relationship, on everything. And I think it's that fear that a lot of people aren't willing to like dive in, or if they're already in it, expanding in some other way, having to, you know, redo that. And that's one of the things when we opened the second store, I, you know, me and my brother talked about it, like, okay, we're, you know, at the first store was already, you know, successful to where, you know, we had employees, we were still working, we didn't have to, but we still worked full, there full time. But, you know, we were able to like, if we want to go on vacation, if we want to take the weekends off or do whatever, you know, we were able to do that after, you know, a few years of already being there and building up the business. But then when we opened the second store, we're like, okay, we're starting over, you know, yeah, here goes the, the grind. Yeah. 50, 60, 70 hour weeks again. And uh, that's just something that we're both really not afraid of because, you know, with the hard work and stuff, I, you know, in the end, the outcome will hopefully be, you know, obviously, obviously more income, but then you get your, your freedom and your, you know, independence or whatever you want to call it. No, that's awesome. So. A- Ashcon, what, what, what tips do you have? What would be your tips? Um, so a lot of them, my brother kind of touched on, so I'll kind of go a little different. First, I would say, um, make sure it's something you're passionate about. So don't just have it to where you think, oh, just because you're an entrepreneur, you're going to make a lot of money because I can tell you that's not the truth. Yeah. Um, if it's something you're not passionate about, you know, don't do it because you're not going to look forward to it. You're you're not going to be innovative. Like, it's just, it's just not worth it. Um, two, I would say something that I wish I did before is, you know, uh, build relationships with people in markets. So kind of see, you know, ask questions, see what's out there, see what you can do. That way you're not, you don't do the fuck ups like my brother and I did. And you could kind of potentially go from the ground up and start from the ground up and hit it running. So, you know, build connections, find people like that are in the industry, like my brother and I kind of did in our own ways and see, you know, what you can do different essentially if that's something you're trying to do. And then three, um, Dude, just just expect to uh, just expect to work really hard and not have a life for quite some time if you have the work that could ethic and drive to do so because if you don't then unfortunately it's probably gonna fail and I'd hate to say that because you know small businesses are you know the bread and butter so you know I, I would hate for a small business to go under but like just expect to be working your ass off you know it's not it's not easy and it's not for everybody but if you put the time you put the effort and you give it everything you got, there's a lot of benefits to it, believe me. The impact that we've had on the community of people, there's just no like words that describe how amazing that is. So um, it's a lot of work, a lot of drive, but it's definitely worth it in the end. That's awesome, guys. I know I really appreciate you guys taking the time this morning uh, to, to be on the podcast. I think, again, to kind of wrap up or summarize kind of some of the things here, it would be, again, it's, it's work. It takes time, it's effort, it's work, but it the, the reward is so much more. Like you said, yeah. a yeah. nine to five, you're dependent on raises. It, it, basically, if you want to, if you have aspirations of uh, financial freedom or, or getting to that point of being able to kind of do what you please, yes, yeah, a nine to five, you have, you have your hours, but you're dependent on trying to get a raise. You're dependent on trying to do certain things. Where it's as an entrepreneur, yeah, you grind super hard. It, it's it's those first few years that make or break people. And if you can get past those first few years, like you guys, you know, have experienced, then that's when things start to open up. That's when, you know, 
it, you know, things get better and that freedom, like you said, starts to come. So yeah. again, entrepreneurs, like it, it's not, it's not an overnight thing. And every single, mm-hmm. every single entrepreneur out there that's actually a business person will say that, you know, it's, yeah, for sure. It's not an overnight thing. Um, I always grew up when I was, you know, 10 years ago, I don't remember who said it, but it was, it was somebody important. I know that. And their big thing was, um, a successful business breaks even after three years and then makes profit after five. And so that's, 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 that's been my, and that's always put like a timeline in my mind. Like that's a, that's a, it might seem like a long time, but in life, I mean, you might be at a job for 30 years before you can quote unquote retire. And our generation yeah. probably won't even have jobs to retire from. I mean, we don't. I mean, my parents retired from a factory and, they, and my dad and mom both get a pension plan. So they're getting paid, you know, monthly uh, a pension. So that's just not heard of anymore. So our generation yeah. really has to leverage our incomes and leverage, you know, just making money because the dollar is getting less and less value. So just holding it in a savings mm-hmm. account is not going to is not going to be beneficial. You got to put that money somewhere, real estate, stock market, more businesses, invest in your business. So, um, Mm -hmm. no, I appreciate it guys. Um, I definitely think, uh, you know, you guys gave some value uh, to some people. Um, and again, I think you guys are successful. So I really appreciate you guys, um, being on and, uh, who knows, maybe we'll have you on again uh, sometime too and we can dive into a little bit more stuff. I know we didn't dive yeah, into Yeah, hopefully next time, next time we're doing some other things so we can have more to talk about. Exactly. We didn't we didn't get too much involved in like, you know, the personal stuff like taxes and all that stuff. But again, um, I, I guess we, we can just, one thing, do you guys have an accountant uh, for your business? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, again, I think all businesses should realize you need that accountant, man. That accountant probably saves your life for sure. When it comes to yeah. taxes and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but again, no, I really... It's good, to, it's good to delegate some things to other people. Yeah, man, that's stuff you don't want to try learning, right? Because, uh, yeah, you let, let the professionals handle the taxes. Exactly. The taxes can definitely make... You talk about making or breaking a company or a business, then taxes will make or break you right there. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But no, guys, no, I really appreciate it again. Thank you for being on. Um, and again, that's uh, that wraps up episode two of The Hustlepreneur Life with Iman and Ashkan from Extreme Body Nutrition. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate thank, it. Thank you for having us. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for having us, man. It. Take care.